Hello, Columba friends. The Gospels take us to many places with Jesus. Over years of hearing and reading about him, we are frequent virtual visitors to first century Palestine. We accompany Jesus to places that begin to seem familiar, not only as names on an ancient map, but as settings we inhabit through the power of imagination, memory, and faith. There is almost no trace left of the built environment of Jesus' time, and it can be difficult for us to envision what life was really like for his friends and followers. Yet the Gospels can give us a sense of how it looks and feels to be there. A Sunday or two ago, Mark's Gospel took us to Capernaum, where Jesus' fame as a teacher and healer first began to spread. Capernaum is still on the map, and it's one of the holy places in modern Israel where remnants of life in Jesus' time can still be seen. A year ago, fulfilling a lifelong dream, I traveled to the Holy Land with other pilgrims from St. Columbus and visited this village that might have been a dwelling place for Jesus and his followers. This small fishing village is on the northern coast of the Sea of Galilee, Early in Mark's Gospel, it's the setting for Jesus' first full day of ministry after he recruits disciples with the promise, I will make you fish for people. At Capernaum, Mark tells us, Jesus teaches in the synagogue with astounding authority. When a tormented man cries for help, Jesus drives an unclean spirit out of him. Jesus' fame spreads quickly, and then Mark reports, as soon as they left the synagogue, they entered the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. Simon Peter's mother-in-law, suffering from a fever, is restored to health by Jesus' touch. And soon, Mark reports, they brought to him all who were sick or possessed with demons. And the whole city was gathered around the door, and he cured many who were sick, and cast out many demons. Mark suggests that Capernaum might have served as Jesus' home base during his travels in Galilee, and the village was treated with special reverence by Christians in the generations after Jesus. Today, we can see the well-preserved remains of a 4th or 5th century synagogue, likely built over the foundation of a much earlier synagogue, perhaps the one mentioned as the site of Jesus' first teaching. Literally just steps away, a modern church now sits above the ruins of a village, including a residence later converted into a gathering space, probably a church. Archaeologists discovered graffiti on its walls, with inscriptions about Jesus and Peter, along with prayers and images of crosses. This is believed to be the home of Peter and his family, and the building may have evolved into a house church where Christians continued to meet after Jesus' time. I was excited to be in this village and to imagine that a story that might have unfolded there 2,000 years ago still has the power to stir my faith. I'm struck by how close the synagogue sits to the house thought to be Peter's. I can imagine Jesus and his friends hurrying from one to the other, just as Mark tells us. Remnants of ancient structures and alleyways helped me to imagine what this village might have looked and sounded like 
As word spread about Jesus' healing powers, and crowds began to press closer to him. Taking in the scene, I mused about how thrilling, heady, and daunting this must have been for Jesus' disciples on their first day with him. I'll always be grateful that a pilgrimage took me to Capernaum. I didn't need to go to the Holy Land in order to know Jesus and to have my life shaped by him. But the visit helped me to get to know his first followers better and to appreciate that our church took root because people in that distant time and place were transformed by Jesus and committed their lives to his vision of God's love and justice. I feel blessed that the gospel will take me to Capernaum with you again and again as we revisit that house and synagogue and are inspired to carry on Jesus' liberating work in our world. And thanks be to God.